Hello, my zebras and spoonies. Thanks for coming and hanging out with me today. I am glad that you are here. Today, I want to talk about letting your child fail. I think that as a parent, this was the hardest thing for me to do. Every time that my daughter was hurting or struggling with a problem, I really wanted to make it better for her because seeing her hurting is so hard. The truth is that it hasn't gotten any easier now that she's an adult. Loving someone as deeply as we love our children means that we're going to suffer when they suffer, but we have to let them fail. Why? Because the quickest way to make your child extensionally impotent is to helicopter parent them. That's right. Want to be sure that your kid can never do anything without you? Just hover over them and do everything for them. That's going to keep them from learning. Seriously, you have to give your kids room. Somewhere along the way, our culture became afraid. We became afraid of everything. So afraid that we want to stuff our kids into bubbles that will keep them from everything that could ever hurt them and let them be kids forever. Everything has to have round edges and padding. Well, that isn't doing them any favors. Kids learn how to be adults while they're still kids. Remember that it is your kids that are in the band, not you, or whatever activity it is that they're participating in. Don't live through your child. Doing so will make it all too easy for you to get way too wrapped up into their world. They need to be the one responsible for remembering to bring their sheet music to the concert, not you. If they forgot it, they need to be the one that explains why they don't have it to their teacher, not you. Don't bail them out. Who will bail them out when they forgot important paperwork when they're a working adult? Vulturing and failing now will help them learn those important skills now, while it really doesn't matter, rather than trying to learn those skills when it can cost them their job or worse. Support your kids, but let them fight their own battles. If they feel the teacher gave them an unfair grade, they need to be the one that goes to the teacher to discuss the lower than expected mark. Again, they need to learn to advocate for themselves now. They need to learn how to respectfully question authority. They need to learn how to take criticism and accept when they don't get the desired outcomes. Because sometimes that teacher isn't going to raise your grade even if you feel you have a valid point. These are battles that they need to fight on their own behalf because they need to learn how to fight them now so that they can fight those important battles for themselves when they're an adult. It is a rare thing that a parent should be involved in these kinds of conversations. You're not your kid's lawyer. You are not being paid to present their case. You're their parent, and it's your job to teach them important skills that they're going to need to thrive as an adult. So you need to let your kid fail. This is life's most powerful teacher. Failure sucks balls and no one likes it. But it's what shapes us. It teaches us so much as children and as adults. Kids need to learn how to handle failing. They need to learn how to manage their own affairs. And the only way for them to do that is to get in there and do it. And well, it's going to take practice, which means that there's going to be a ton of failing along the way. But that's what childhood is for. These are the safe years, not because there's some magical time of fluffy rainbows filled with stories of Easter bunnies and candy, 
They are the saviors because when they fall flat on their faces, it's unlikely to affect their lives in any kind of lasting way. If you keep them from doing this as a child, then all of those failures are going to happen when they're adults. And those failures are going to carry much heavier weight as adults. Additionally, facing failure is also about learning how to take risk. Taking risk is a fundamental part of adult life. Starting a new project, taking a new job, going to new places. These are taking risks and they can lead to failure. These are scary things or exciting things or both. Teaching kids how to handle failure will shape how they approach risk-taking. And risk-taking is necessary if they're going to achieve bigger and better things throughout their life. So set the standard and expect your kid to meet it, but let them figure out how. They don't need you to micromanage them. Don't track their homework. You don't need to know their schedule. These are things that they need to figure out how to do so that they can meet the expectation of being academically successful. And the same goes for everything else. Give them chores or other tasks, whatever you think is appropriate. Give them that and then expect them to get these things done on time and in a manner that they should be done. Don't check on their process or nag them when they are due to be done, then check on it. That's when the reckoning comes. Just like when you're an adult, this is about teaching them accountability. They are responsible for their own shit. Teach your children by example. Remember that your kids will mimic whatever you are. You want them to be organized? Keep your house in order and keep yourself on schedule. If you're late for everything, it's going to be much more difficult for your children to learn time management skills because they're going to be silently, unconsciously emulating your behaviors. Teach them to be resilient by teaching them that they don't have to be perfect. Let them see you fail. You're human and that's okay. Let them know that, that it's okay. Let them see you dust yourself off, learn from your error and move on. If you do this, they're going to be more likely to do the same and they're going to be more resilient for it. Teach your child empathy and compassion. When you helicopter your kid, you risk teaching them that they are the center of the world. They can learn a sense of entitlement and a sense that the world owes them. This will serve them very poorly in life. It will drive a wedge deeply between them and other people. This will make relationships very hard. Instead, expect your children to see that other people matter as much as they do. You cannot always do things for them because you are doing things for yourself and for other people. And those things matter as much as the things you do for them. And they should be expected to help other people as well. Empathy and compassion are things that kids are born with. But if they are not nurtured, they will wither on the vine. Say thank you. Don't forget to teach gratitude. Point out to your children the wonderful things around you. Tell them the things that you are grateful for. Thank them for the things that they do and the effort that they put forth, even if it doesn't turn out well or as intended. With this, you express your love. Tell your kid that they are valued and that the world you both live in has value. Share with them all the awesome things that you joy about them and the world that you live in. Give them love and beauty through this simple practice of expressing gratitude. When they fail, 
because they will. Help them evaluate what went wrong because this is your job as the parent, not doing it for them, but teaching them. Encourage them to problem solve about how they could do things differently to have a different or better outcome in the future. Make sure that they know that failing doesn't diminish your love for them. This teaching teaches them that their work productivity doesn't equate to their personal value. And this is a lesson that I think many of us Americans need to go back to. And this idea that I've been talking about this whole time applies both to neurotypical and neurodivergent children. Just know that it is really likely that if your child is a different neurotype than you, that they will go about doing things in a different way than you. And that's okay. Instead of judging the process, ask if they are meeting the objectives of the task. If they are, it doesn't matter how they got there. Oh, okay, provided that what they're doing is safe. I mean, we don't want to encourage them to use explosives to solve any of their problems, no matter how effective or satisfying that solution might be. So yeah, that's about all I got on this topic for now. Thanks for coming and spending some time with me. I hope that you find peace and wellness in the meantime. And until we talk again, please take care of yourselves. Bye.